Hey guys, this is Ed, Paul, and Anna of Current Brand Media, and we are here to tell you a little bit more about our sponsor. Sportsball is a great subscription service geared towards minor league baseball fans. Each box features a different minor league team. You get a box every three months with minor league baseball gear, including different styles of hats like Ed's favorite, the dad hat. The cost is less than $12 a month. Proceeds from each box goes to More Than Baseball, the only nonprofit dedicated to the well-being of minor league baseball players. We all know that Parents' Days are coming up this summer. So if you've got a mom or a dad or a grandma or a grandpa who are particularly difficult to buy for, but you know they're baseball fans, this is the answer, guys. Meet your new favorite team at sportsballbox.com. Is there anybody there? <laughs> What up, Deadhead crew? This is Ed, and welcome to part two of the MLB Rally interview with Lou. Um, this is uh, the part where we talk about the process of creating different uh, logos and brands to, you know, to have some fun with what it's like to bring a Major League Baseball team again to the city of Raleigh, uh, specifically Raleigh-Durham. Uh, we also discuss our uh, famous ask some famous questions and, uh, and a little surprise in the middle of the interview. So uh, without further ado, guys, I'll give you the interview. You know, speaking of community, right, um, because the other part of, of this is the 919 Collective. That's, yeah. your, that's your site, right? Yeah, so... Yeah, so basically what we did with uh, MLB Raleigh was to, um, and I'll get into this pretty quick, but I'll just yeah, say. Yeah, no, go ahead. Take well, your time. Okay, yeah. So the, the one thing that, that we talked about with this was also creating a brand for Raleigh mm-hmm. uh, and, and a brand on the street, you know, not, not yeah. like the, the brand the government has, but a brand on the street. So if you go to Durham, everyone wears the Durham Bulls hat. Mm-hmm. You go to New York, everyone wears a Yankees hat. You go to LA, everyone wears a Dodgers hat. Um, baseball has a unique ability to brand a city on the streets because as you know, the hats. Okay. I do. Yes. The major, you know, the, uh, the baseball hat or the baseball cap is a, uh, it's just kind of a casual piece of attire. That's that people wear to bars, to rent, to out anywhere. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, uh, you know, you can't wear a football helmet out. You can't wear a hockey jersey out everywhere all the time without. Especially not during the summer. Right. <laughs> uh, the hat is kind of the uh, the most versatile piece that everyone's wearing. And it, you know, ends up kind of branding the city on the street. So how will Ra- how would Raleigh ever get that without a baseball team of any sort? Mm-hmm. And so we said this is a good opportunity to try to introduce something like that. So we worked for a long time on the brand for this. Um, obviously, you can see we, we chose initially the colors black and white because we didn't want to choose a color. We didn't want to choose a team name. Uh, that's not for us to decide. This is for the community to discuss. Uh, obviously, whoever buys the team uh, will make that decision. Yeah. Um, but this was a good chance for the community to kind of come together, bring designers together, and um, kind of parse out what is the brand here? What makes us unique? Mm-hmm. Um, so that was another piece uh, of this project. Gotcha. And, and, and I'm looking at the names that you've put together for, you know, I'm sure you guys have had a lot of fun with this. 
my personal favorite right now, and I'll and I'll say it is the Oak City Owls. Okay, I love that one. Yeah. I, so go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, yeah. it, it, how 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 did you guys? I mean, I know you guys, you know, want them, you know, the owner who comes in and you know decide. Okay, you know, these are names. You know, let's have a name in the team contest and all that stuff. But you guys have some some cool logos and cool names here that they could potentially, you know, you guys come to talk to you guys about. How did you guys, you know, come about in deciding all of this? Yeah. So when we started, we had a couple events. So the first event was at Trophy Brewing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we met with those guys before we even launched. Um, we had a friend that was um, friends with the owners over there. And we we brought the site over. The site was built. And we were like, hey, we, we have this idea. We're going to put this out there. You know, here's how we want it to work. You know, yeah. people might not even care about it. Um, but we want to throw a little party at Trophy. And, and Trophy, these, those guys are awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, they were all in, they loved it. They were like, we want to even make a beer for it. So th- they brewed Playball Pilsner. They created a beer, uh, that they sold locally for a while. Um, and so that was, that was our first event and they, it was at capacity. I mean, we were, we had just came out with the hats and the shirts and then the 919 plate and all that. Yep. Um, and we sold out online and then we got our restock and we decided we're going to sell the rest of it at this trophy event. We sold out in like a couple hours. The line was out the door, wrapped around the building. And we were like, we couldn't, we couldn't believe it, to be honest with you. Like, we just thought maybe 100, 200 people come and hang out and talk baseball. Um, we didn't even really get to talk to anybody. We were selling hats and shirts the whole time. <laughs> um, so, you know, but, but it was fun. And so after that, um, we had other people reaching out to do events at, at different venues um, and the one we really wanted to do was, um, one about the team name, you know, mm-hmm. what, uh, some ideas around team names. So basically what we did is we partnered with uh, little city brewing to kind of do what, what kind of was like a little art gallery show at yeah. a brewery. Uh, and we got what we thought were, I think we ended up with how many did we get? Three, six, nine, ten, like 12 different designers, 12 designers that, that we thought have been doing the best work locally. Um, and we gave them, we said, come up with a brand, have an idea, you know, what's the idea behind it? it has to have a local tie, has to have a, you know, a local type name and a logo that we're going to print on a hat. Um, and so they came up with, so these are, most of these are theirs. Um, I did one, Ryan did one. Which one um, was yours? Um, Mine was the um, Raleigh Revenge. It was like um, Sir Walter Raleigh. Yeah. Sir Walter, Walter Raleigh was uh, beheaded. Yeah. Uh, so the story is that he was beheaded because he lied or whatever. And he's, he said he didn't lie. Anyway, there's a little like conspiracy controversy around. I like Sir it. Walter I like Raleigh. a good controversy. So we brought him back as, a, as an angry baseball zombie. Which is cool. Um, and that's just silly, right? That would never be a team. That was just for, for fun. Uh, Ryan did the, um, what was his call? His was the, the ax, the, Oh, uh, the North state pine brigade. Uh, brigade. Yeah. Brigade, that's a yeah. nice one. I'm not going to lie. I like that one. That was my second one. That was great too. So, you know, it was really fun. And so if you go to the site, if you go to teams, um, you can see all of those and pictures from that event. Um, but it was cool. You know, a lot of people will come in and be like, oh, these, this is too minor league. A lot of these are too. But that was the idea. It was just to create conversation about the brand of the city. And some people did really good work um, and had, 
you know, um, for instance, like the Raleigh Capitals, Raleigh Oaks, those those are a little bit more major league. Uh, yeah. Ready, especially the Capitals. Yeah, you got the Capitals. You got you got some cool ones, though. Like, I mean, that's, you know, the English one, Raleigh Oaks, you know, I, I, I really do like, you know, all of them are awesome. Um, I just did an interview a, a couple of weeks ago, actually, no, last this week. Um, my friend Anna, who's uh, again, a podcaster, she is a fan of the Carolina captains. She says she wants to put her vote on that one. So, <laughs> okay. I mean, yeah, that, that was another one that was like major league ready. Yeah. And yep. you said you like the owls. Um, yep. That was Britt Davis. She, she went to NC state, but um she she was at the time a designer for the falcons the atlanta falcons oh the atlanta falcons also i see the red and black so yeah these people were these are legit designers that came up with this stuff listen some cool stuff i I mean you guys have thought about like you know everything because so i'm gonna stop the interview here with lou and I'm going to give you guys another interview I did with Britton Peck. He's actually one of the designers that designed uh, the rally cues for this event. We go into a little bit of detail on the whole process of designing one of these logos and brands for what a Major League Baseball team here in Raleigh, North Carolina would look like. And so um, here it is. Uh, one of the designers for MLB Rally that did one of the uh, logos for the team uh, event, um, Mr. Britton Peck. How are you doing, my friend? I'm great, man. Um, so let's get down to it. Uh, so MLB Rally, right? You know, nine one nine. They did this uh, this event. You know, lo- you know, reached out to local artists. You know, you are in the Durham area, correct? Yep. And then they said, "Hey, man, you know, free range, go for it." you know, whatever your, your juices, you know, get you to, we want you to design, you know, the whole logo for uh, what would your, your look would be for an MLB franchise here in the, in the Raleigh Durham area. How, you know, what, first of all, um, what was that, that whole transition for you? Like, you know, what was your, your thinking behind picking, you know, what it is, the rally cues? Yeah. So a couple, a couple caveats on, on the design. So, and this isn't a, a, a problem to get this type of, you know, aspect to a design project, but um, uh, when you get a total blank slate, sometimes it's a little, it's a little scary, you know, you don't know where to start or where, what to do. Um, but on this one, uh, apparently what I think, I don't know the exact story. Um, Lou could probably like, you know, mm-hmm. uh, remember it better than me, but they had, they had like, um, I think the hat color was already determined. Um, and so, and I think I, I can't remember exactly what happened in the process, but, um, so when Luke contacted me, he's like, Hey, we, you know, I'd love for you to do this. And I was really excited. I, I love hats. I love sports branding. Um, so he's like, yeah, but if you're cool with it, uh, you got to work with this like mustard colored hat. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah, let's do this. Um, so yeah, uh, restrictions and kind of like parameters are like, that's just part of commercial design work. You know, you're mm-hmm. always going to have a client's interest or whatever. Um, and it actually, I find helps, you know, it gives you something to kind of work off of. So, you know, the, the, the barbecue kind of like pig, uh, not necessarily pig, you know, we could have left pigs out, but it'd still be about barbecue, maybe like, you know, something else. But um, so 
that was already sort of there, the color of the hat. And then he was like, yeah, we'd really like to represent barbecue in the whole show, you know? Um, so if you could kind of like take the barbecue, you know, mantle and yeah. carry it, you know, that'd be great. Um, and so, yeah, I was excited to be invited. And um, so pretty much starting from that point is where I kind of like, that's where I, I try to like, uh, you know, when, when it's a, it was from there, it was a pretty much open-ended, you know, right. whatever I wanted. So um, for me, the thing that I thought of was um, I, I wanted to kind of subvert the barbecue uh, dynamic a little bit. So instead of the pig being the thing that you eat, you know, and the yeah. thing that like is this, you know, poor animal. Um, I was like, well, I'm going to, I'm going to make a, like a really fierce pig, you know? So um, as a kid, I really, I really loved the movie uh, animal farm. Um, <laughs> uh, George Orwell. And, uh, and I, I love the book. And then in, in class, when we got to watch the movie, I thought it was like the coolest movie ever. Um, you had these like singing farm animals and they're, you know, socialist and they're proud <laughs> and they, you know, take over their farm. I was really, I was really pulling for them. Um, so the biggest, baddest pig in that movie um, is Napoleon. And, and he's like, just, he's sort of a, I think he, he's a metaphor for Stalin. So, you know, not a very good dude, but definitely. <laughs> right, bad, you, right. uh, you don't want to mess with him. Um, <laughs> right. So I was like, all right, there we go. He's, he'll be the perfect pig for the, for the Raleigh cues. Um, and uh, yeah. And so then the name, like I, the Raleigh cue name um, is sort of like, you know, some people, most people, not many people, you know, say, I, I don't really hear people say like, Hey, let's go eat some Q. You know, it's not like people call barbecue Q, right. but with the name Raleigh kind of sounding like barbecue. Right. It really just flows really nicely together. When you say, you know, instead of just barbecue rally Q, I'm like, Oh, this is great play on, on the whole barbecue name. That was oh, brilliant. Thanks. thanks man. Yeah. And so for that one, what I thought would be cool was like, you know, for a hat, you could do like a, you, a lot of times they have like a single letter. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, we could do an R, but it'd be cool if it was just like a Q. So um, uh, I think these made it into, I think Lou printed these on, he had these on the wall during the show, but I did some, some typography that was um, all made to look like it was painted with barbecue sauce. Um, mm-hmm. So color wise with this like mustard yellow, I, I wanted the, the type to be in all black. And then um, if you make, if you, if you, what I did with, with black was if you give it red highlights, yep, it starts to kind of imply that it's not actually black. It's actually like a dark burgundy molasses. It's- yeah, it really does bring out because I got like, I, I'm literally looking at the website right now and I'm looking at, at, at that and it's like, it's, it's, it's black. Yeah. But like, you know, when you say you put that color and you're like, wow, it's like it comes off a totally different one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I love I love playing just as a as an illustrator. I love playing with light and color and stuff like that. So um, that's kind of the type of stuff that gets really fun for me. Uh, so so yeah, no, I, I, I those two things were really what it came down to was this this fierce pig and uh, who you know would make you think twice about eating him. Right, right. They're like, oh, uh, he's gonna eat you, just so you know. It's not oh, yeah, that yeah, you eat yeah, him, yeah. you eat, eat you. Yeah. And then and then I really like the sauce, you know. So so the the hat um design-wise, I was kind of thinking, well, what am I gonna put on the hat? And and Lou kind of re- recommended doing both, you know, so putting 
Napoleon on top of uh, on top of the R. And so that R, it's not that different shape-wise from a Q if you just add the the tall thing on the left side. I don't know what's, yep. what the name of that is, but so it's a basically kind of a circle with a little tail on the bottom right. Um, and so an R and a Q are rather similar when you when you kind of make them big and chunky, you know. Um, I yeah, see it. What I love about this logo and this whole brand is the pig itself, right? Because <laughs> it really does look very menacing, right? And it's like, you know, he has the one of the 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 horns, you know, the the tooth, you know, coming out, sticking out. And I what I think is the best part about it is the bow tie. the bow tie on it just like screams like this is amazing i'm like i'm gonna be the meanest baddest dude but i'm gonna do it in style and that's what i'm looking at it right now that's that's what i automatically went to when i saw this logo yeah yeah i I also i think i gave him like a little hat yeah with an r2 um yeah so that kind of was coming from that and the bow tie came from uh like kind of mid-century you know 1950s america when fast food and like you know um uh like burger stands and that kind of thing were really yep. getting to be a big business with you know mcdonald's and all that but then like uh if you go to like king's barbecue down in eastern north carolina um like i always i, I love that like a lot of these older fast food places had this kind of formality to them mm-hmm. where like like really sharp crisp uniforms with like you know, uh, like maybe like red pinstripes. And so I just think there's like this really cool, like design aesthetic to kind of mid, mid 1900s fast American fast food. So yeah, I figure, you know, he, he, he's kind of intended to look like he's a worker at a barbecue restaurant. Like he's got his little white hat and a, and a bow tie. So he's, he's ready to serve you some so real, absolutely and i and i love the other because like i mean there's different like there's one two there's like four different different uh hats that you that you design right one of them being an orange color uh or red would be like you know and then with the q on it but then there's the black one mm. who has the whole pig uh and then it has stitching all around the pig now was that meant to be like a baseball stitching or, you know, what was the, the, the reasoning behind putting the stitching, like different cuts of the pig itself? Yeah. Yeah. is Yeah. You, you nailed it. Um, those two things combined. Um, and it's funny. Cause like, I see, I, I remember why I was searching the other night for some, just something I'm like always looking up design ideas and that. And I came across another, there's a team that's like actually got that like a really similar logo now. Yep. And, um, the chicharrones of Colombia. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yep. Um, yeah. So this is something that I have kind of just, I mean, I've been, oh man, I like illustrating exclusive, pretty much exclusively for the past few years. And before that I worked in design and as a graphic designer. And the one thing I've learned in, in that is um, like similar ideas can like absolutely do come come up at the same time and yeah. uh, like I, I've had some interesting conversations with people where like either they thought I I took an idea or I thought they took an idea or something and I'm like hey you got my idea and they're like seriously man I had no clue that you even did that <laughs> um, so so that one yeah I, I had not seen the the chicharrones but um uh before I did it but um but yeah no the, the two ideas you mentioned baseball seams and cuts of uh cuts of a pig Mm-hmm. Um, was the idea and 
And I really kind of like that one because um, I really like left to my own, you know, devices. I kind of like old school looking uh, logos. I think they look, I don't know, kind of, I just really like kind of the minimal look of them. Mm -hmm. Um, That one I thought could look really good. And uh, I I like things when you can get them all the way down to one color. Um, Yeah. So if you had like the, the body of the pig and then the seams were just like left in negative space, the color of the hat could come through and, and kind of define the seams. So I thought that one would actually work really well as like, you know, maybe like yeah. red on a black hat or, or even black on a red hat or white on a red hat. Um, it, either way, it looks amazing. Yeah. Oh, like it's, it. yeah. Like it's one of my favorite ones just because is like I said, it's like, you know, you, you really catch, you know, the, 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 the essence of barbecue and then you get, you twisted it, right? Like you said, like, you know, instead of, you know, the pig being the actual, um, food itself was like, you know, he's going to be serving you, you know, as the barbecue, which is amazing. And, and what you did with these, with the colors and all that you brought, you, you made it very, look very old school, right. Very old school baseball with the, with the uniforms and all that. Like, first of all, like you did the one with the, uh, the pullover one with just a, the head of the pig as the logo on the shirt. That's very cool. Like I, I automatically thought of like, yeah, the Padres, when I saw that, you know, I was like, yeah. okay, this is, you know, and the rounded letters in the back. So, oh man, I was like, I'm, I'm geeking out all this because <laughs> it's like cool stuff, you know, baseball stuff for me. So, yeah, no, that's just, that's the stuff I really love. Like, um, yeah, uh, just all the different eras of baseball and different design ideas that have come into it. Um, yeah, working on a project like that, um, I really like to work really broadly and kind of take all these things that excite me and, mm-hmm. and try to pull them into a project. And, um, with that project with Lou, Lou was just sort of like, yeah, he was just wanted the more, the better, you know, yep. he, he wanted to just showcase a lot of ideas and get people really excited. Um, but you know, with like, with like a, a client who's actually, you know, going to kind of put something into production or put something on a field, um, you know, they, they, that's giving them a lot to work with. They'll tend to kind of narrow it down to, you know, and it's different uh, choices, different ideas will inform choices. But um, as a, yeah, in my work, I always like to try to like think really broadly and, um, and then take, take all these different things from different aspects of, you know, my life. Like I'm always remembering conversations I had with my dad from like 25 years ago or something. Yeah. Uh, And that'll like kick up some idea or like, you know, the way that I, I grew up going to minor league games in Greensboro and, just a lot of fun memories. And I try to put all that in to, you know, why, why color, why choose one color or something like that. So yeah, I, I really, you talk about geeking out on this stuff. Right. <laughs> right, right. I, you know, I, and I, I, this, you know, th- this was meant to be for a major league team, but I could seriously see a minor league team here in North Carolina, really grabbing this and mm-hmm. use it as an alternate look uh for their team because i think this is great you know and it's like it you know it, it really does you know look like it's a very hyper local very um to speaking of you know what a lot of you know people think of when they say north carolina they say oh barbecue absolutely and right. i think it uh, if, if a minor league team comes to you man i would be the first one to buy a dad hat believe me oh yeah man I, yeah it's it is that would be exciting um yeah but but it's cool you bring that up with like the difference of minor and major league, because I did have that conversation with Lou too. Like, um, you know, he, 
he really liked he wanted to run with this the pig one for the show mm-hmm. um and one thing i remember I, I brought up with him was like well i feel like the the pig is more feels more like minor league yeah um where like the more the the, the one with like the the simplified like pig with the cuts and the seams feels more like a major league look where it's a little bit more kind of old school they, they, they keep it a little bit more traditional with major league looks mm-hmm. um so no I, I i like i like both you know um uh i, I love like you know obviously disco turkeys and mm-hmm. the in the savannah bananas like there's some really fun stuff happening like not in the major leagues with with aesthetics and teams and that so it's fun to you know, kind of, but I, I try to be aware of like what feels like appropriate, you know, mm-hmm. um, but, but no, it would be a really fun brand to, to just kind of, you know, take further with. Uh, yeah. Like, and you're right. Like, you know, uh, and I think the major leagues is a, I, I, I don't, I think, I, I don't think I could put this in any diff, you know, better way, but it's like, it's a very boring, you know, like very structured look for major league. But when you see things like, you know, in the minors and, uh, this is why I love, you know, really working within the minor league world because their logos are so much fun. They have so many alternate, you know, looks that is very fun. And then, you know, as a hat collector, like I am like, you know, I gravitate towards those things because it's like, it gives you a look into the identity of that local uh, town. And when they do things like this. Yeah, no, you're right. Absolutely. Um, one final question here, you know, how was that whole experience for you? You know, the whole process, you know, Lou reaching out to you and doing, you know, asking you to do things and then just giving you certain parameters and then, you know, having free range. How was that experience for you? Man, it's a lot of fun. Um, you know, that, that, that project with Lou, you know, it was not, uh, you know, a, like a paying, you know, mm-hmm. commercial project. It was totally just for fun. And, um, you know, Lou's obviously really upfront about that. And, and, um, Lou's just got a lot of energy and he's just a fun, he like, it was fun to work with him on that. And like, um, yeah, that like, it's just, you know, to, to do, to, to do that. And then the event was really well done. Um, you know, different, different people will try kind of similar stuff like that, but mm-hmm. Lou's energy and his like appreciation, you like, I knew a lot of the other designers and knowing that like Lou probably had similar kind of like sharing this vision and passion with other people you could just see it all like like i could tell a lot of my friends that were in the show too did a lot of you know um great work that i could tell they had a lot of fun doing and um so that the event like you know leading up all the stuff leading up to it definitely for me was really well done and then the event itself was a lot of fun i I actually went with a buddy of mine who's like one of my best friends from growing up and um it was just a fun night like uh yeah they had um just to get i mean it was a total success like his whole mission was to get people excited about the possibility of what a team that represented raleigh could look like and yeah yeah it was just such a fun night like um seeing a lot of people like they had like some photo opportunity things where like you could like i think they had one where you pose as like a catcher or a batter and get nice taken. and so people were just having fun you know like um and he really he really did a great job of just building using the designs to build a lot of energy i love it i love it i think it's great um Britton, thank you so much for doing this this was uh, this has been a lot of fun uh yeah. where can people find you on on all the socials yeah it's just my name i got a i got a uh funny spelling to my name but it's Britain like the country but with two t's 
Yep. Um, so yeah, Britain Peck, uh, like Gregory Peck. We're not related though. <laughs> but, yeah, Britain uh, Peck and uh, yeah. I will make sure to put all this information on the show notes so that way everybody can follow you. They need to follow you because uh, you do a lot of great work. I follow you on Instagram and on Twitter. So uh, thank you so much for doing this. Thanks, Ed. All right. Now that we're done with uh, Britain, let's go ahead and finish Lou's interview. So that way you guys can get the rest of the story. Enjoy. And then something that we haven't touched on is the, you know, potential stadium locations as well. So you guys did your research on that as well. I mean, you guys are not so that, messing around. So that was, yeah, in the early stages, we, we, you know, as we were mapping out the site, we were mapping out what questions people would have um, and what conversations we wanted to kind of inject into the community. Um, and I am, I'm on this for, I go on this forum all the time called dtraleigh.com. Uh, and it, it's a lot, it's a civic forum. It talks about development, traffic patterns, transportation, uh, pretty interesting stuff. Um, but there was a guy on there named Will Gad who was mock, who was re- kept bringing up baseball and was mocking up stadiums mm-hmm. uh, in the area and, and talking about where they could be. And I reached out to him because, he didn't know we were working on this. Um, and I reached out to him and I was like, Hey, let me talk to you. It turns out he went to NC state as well uh, as me and Ryan also went to NC state um, and, and showed him what we were doing and said, Hey, do you want to be a part of this? Because we'd love to use your stadium locations. And he had like the, the, the egress and the traffic. It's crazy. Um, he, he did a lot of good work. So yeah, it ended up being like me, Ryan and Will kind of working through all of this, um, at least at the get go before we kind of opened it up to the community. Then a lot of people came in. And I think that's the important part, right? The important part is that this is not some big corporate company coming in, you know, I'm putting some, some money behind somebody. And then it's like, okay, listen, I need you to push this for us. I need you to do this for us. This is actually started by actual citizens of the area that want that all are all one voice saying, we want something here. We want a major league team here. And yeah. I think that's I, important. That, that was the goal, right? Because we didn't have money to buy a team or to, <laughs> uh, you know, start an investor group. So the idea really was that was really to to start it from the ground up um, because it was something authentic. It would be a, it's a different pitch and that's what made it unique. And we thought that's what would make uh, people take note. Right. I don't right. think anything really like this has been done before. Portland has something sort of similar, but there's an investor group uh, involved with it. Um, there's nothing just straight community based. Um, and so you know, that, that was kind of the idea was to make it super authentic, but let it bubble up from, from the ground. And all there, there's nothing fake about it. This is the community telling major league baseball that we want you here. You know, who, what other city can say that? Are there other cities that have full on, you know, community movements that are doing this or are they funded by somebody who's about to make a profit off of it? Um, no, you're absolutely right. And that's 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 the biggest thing. Right. You know, because I'm very eerie. You know, a lot of the times when you see it, all of a sudden it pops up and it's like, oh, this, you know, this group all of a sudden is interested in bringing it to me. It's like, all right, well, let's really take a, a good look at, you know, wh- who's behind the push. Right. 
And, and you've heard the, the name, the, the names of the cities for a long time. You've heard Portland, you've heard Nashville, you've heard Vegas. That's money right there. That's just money telling you guys, Hey, this is what they want. Yes. And I've yeah. never really experienced or seen anything like how you guys are doing um, as a community. And I love that. I think that's great. You know, I appreciate it. It's something to get behind, you know, now that I'm, you know, <laughs> I'm here in Raleigh. So this is, yeah. you know, this is my town now. Yeah. So the, the other part of it, too, is as we started to come up, we started to put together the kind of the merch, really, like the shirts, the hats. Yep. Um, the, the pennants that we were putting around different businesses. Um, and when we started to put it together, we we're like, hey, I think this is going to sell, you know. Um, so. The other the part of it is exactly what you said is we don't want this to look like a money grab, right? Mm -hmm. The whole point of it is to not to be the opposite of what you see everywhere, where it's everything's all about the money. Who's got the most money? That's who gets whatever they want. Correct. Well, let's try to do it different. Like, can the community do this? And if we can, we can't be on the back end collecting money because people are just being like, oh, this is about selling shirts. Oh, this is about selling hats. And it's not. Right. Um, and we put a ton of time into this. I mean, this is, I mean, geez, like our wives, girlfriends, you know, they had to put up with nights and nights of us just like talking and building these websites and printing these shirts and uh, doing all this. Um, so, it, you know, taking a couple bucks off of this stuff would have been nice, but it would have under, you know, it would have undercut the movement. So we decided to say, hey, look, let's, what if we took nothing? What if we did all of this? Um, you know, we put a we put I think like a thousand dollars each end to like get everything to get going, going. yeah. And we all took we took that thousand out. Okay, so to be fully transparent, we took the money that we put in back out. But yeah. then we I, not it makes another, sense. Yeah, we have not taken another dime. Okay, so everything else that we make, we give to different causes. So the, the first cause that we uh, we approached before we set this up was the boys club who have, they're in East Raleigh and they have kind of had a dilapidated baseball field. Uh, and they had a guy, Rashad Herndon, who's an awesome guy. He's running the whole program on this beat down field. And we met with him and be like, this, this might, we might get, get you like 20 bucks, you know, or we might be able to fix up this entire field. I mean, mm -hmm. we'll see. Um, and so they were like, we're in, um, and these things started selling like crazy. Uh, and at the end of the day, we were able to fix up that whole field. That's awesome, uh, dude. Yeah. Um, big help from, uh, from Brian at rebuild, big help from West Raleigh, uh, people stepped in to kind of give us discounts on, um, a lot of the yeah. work, obviously, but, yeah. um, yeah, a true community movement. Um, and since then, all of the money goes to different causes, whether it's feeding people, whether it's to, uh, uh, just helping out all, all types of causes around the city. Well, and I and, you know, I my, myself bought one myself. I bought the uh, the rally Gray's hat. Right. And okay. then I was telling my wife about it. And I was like, listen, this is actually going towards, you know, a scholarship for historically black college. They're going to HBCU. Yeah. How listen, that's amazing. That that's cool. And then you know, if I'm gonna spend $28, you know, which is usually obviously you see my wall, yeah. <laughs> right? It feels good that when I wear it, that I am helping, you know, a young uh student, you know, go to college. And that feels good. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that was the other part of this is definitely 
um, you know, people want, if, if you live in this area, you realize like there's so many good people here and people are just looking for ways to help out. Um, and, you know, sure, you can send out emails and ask people to give to certain things. But, uh, you know, that we talked about, what about a business that, you know, gives a chunk of money, in this case, all of it. Um, so you buy something, basically, you're making a donation and you're getting something cool. Yeah. Um, seems like a no brainer. Um, and so you, you talked about 919 Collective, and that's kind of the spinoff of MLB Raleigh, because we're, yeah. we're staying with the MLB Raleigh. All of that stuff um, is still going on. Which um, is, we yeah. Had people reaching out, like, can you do this for non-baseball stuff? And at the time we were like, no, we're, we're so full with what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we were like, yeah, you know, maybe we could, you know. So 919 Collective, um, you know, if you, if you go over to that site, we have stuff that's just not just baseball. We do kind of the same thing. There, a small cut of that goes back to the designers and goes to the business um, to keep the business running. Uh, we, that's what we found out. You, you have to have money to keep a business running. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it ba- barely makes anything, but it keeps it going. Um, and then we still give a, a large chunk of that money to these different causes. So that's awesome. I love it. I, you know, I'm, I'm actually on their 919 collective. I'll be probably I'm not going to lie. I'm probably buying a couple of shirts here. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm a, I'm a fan of the Durham all-stars, you know, the rally tigers, right? So you got some cool stuff. You got stickers. I'm a huge fan of stickers. I'm not, you know, you got the, uh, the scaly sticker, the, for the hockey, you know, cycling as well. Right. So yeah. there's a lot of cool stuff that you guys have here that it's not only baseball, but it's like different things that people can gravitate. And it is, a city identity is something that you know when you put it on you identify i was like where are you from from raleigh yeah yeah and so raleigh really doesn't have anything like that and so this was uh another little spin-off that we're starting to we're, we're starting small and slow and working with you know like oaks and spokes is is a nonprofit that works in on cycling and building bike lanes and so we're partnering with groups like that and then we're doing some of our own things like the heritage nc which is like um kind of throwback um some negro league stuff um now you got my attention there just so yeah. you know like negro leagues baseball that's cool stuff yes yeah, kind of like rebooting some of those brands that like for instance like the raleigh grays they never really had any couldn't even really find any logos or anything from them the raleigh mm-hmm. capitals uh we haven't done any of that yet but they have a, a small brand that was a baseball team a minor league baseball team in raleigh um long time ago um, Durham all-stars was kind of a military based all-star team that actually Willie Mays played on, um, you know, a lot of crazy stories here. Um, yeah, that's awesome. Kind of dude. Those through the design and through the merchandising. Yeah. Uh, I listen guys, if you know, for now that if you guys got to check out some cool stuff, check out, you know, 919 collective.com. Cause this is, this is some cool stuff. And you know, the, when I came, when I moved here, I really wanted to you know, immerse myself in the area and, you know, in the community, because that's a big part of, you know, minor league thinking, right. It's like, you know, it's very community based. So I wanted to do my part and, you know, this is a great way of me showcasing this great city and you guys are doing an amazing job, man. This is, this is cool stuff. And I, I appreciate you guys doing this. I appreciate that. Um, so what's next for you guys, you guys, you know, anything in the works right now for, for the movement, anything that you guys got going? 
Yeah, we're like we're in the in the midst of trying to uh, kind of reboot from COVID. Uh, we were. Amen. <laughs> I think everyone is. Um, we were we had a lot of momentum at the time, you know, right before COVID hit, we were um, we had just come off that design. Um, not festival, you know, that kind of that that design um, showcase we kind of did that, mm-hmm. that we just looked at. Um, and we had we're partnering with the city uh, in Moore Square, which is downtown. Uh, we were going to do a home run derby. So we had already set this up. We were going to do a wiffle ball home run derby for the community. Oh, oh. Um, we had it all set up. We had we had businesses that had the logos outside the fence that if you hit the business's logo, you got a meal. Um, we had everything set up. We're going to have a big Saturday out there. And then COVID hit. And we were like, well, maybe we'll put out some hand washing stations at first. Mm-hmm. We were like, maybe we could do it. Um, but then things were getting worse and worse. And we we're like, you know what? Let's just pause it. it. And then two years happened, right? It mm-hmm. was uh, two weeks to to slow the spread. We were like, we'll be back uh, in two weeks. And now it's two years. So mm-hmm. we are now finally starting to try to reboot. We're in talks again to try to do something like that soon. Um, we're working with the Sandlot Group. I don't know if you know anything about them. but No, no. Um, so there's a, there's a group that, that plays Sandlot baseball around here. And it's really, it's kind of like a block party and then a baseball game breaks out. Um, nice. and so anybody, all skill levels are welcome. There's people that have never played baseball. There are people that played maybe like little league or high school, uh, and they get together on Saturday, uh, on most Saturdays, but they're about to, they're about to have a, um, and I want to plug their site here. I got to make sure I get the right site. Um, sandlotgroup.com is it yeah raleigh sandlot and social club so if you go they have a good they have an instagram i think they're working on a website um so it's raleigh sandlot and social club on instagram go follow them and check out what they're doing it's amazing Uh, we go out there and play with them but they have the sandlot revival coming up so they rented out the old durham bulls stadium Mm -hmm. um the one where you know oh yeah 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 so they rented that out and they they're bringing uh team sandlot teams from all over the country um they're gonna have music they're gonna have barbecue they're gonna have merchandise and then they're gonna play a kind of round robin little tournament that's april 23rd and 24th uh at the durham athletic park anyone could come and just hang out um so we're, we're working with them a little bit we're gonna have a booth out there and then we're just gonna keep going uh, uh listen you bring that wiffle ball tournament back i'm in on that i am <laughs> in <coming>. yeah we- <laughs> I-, I got my wiffle bat literally right here sitting you know next to me i'm not kidding you i have a wiffle nice. bat ready to go nice so- yeah bring your own bat right <laughs> we're have like a kid home run derby and then an adult home run derby so we're, we're working that out hopefully this year you see that awesome awesome all right so uh are you ready now this is the fun part okay Okay. Um, let's go ahead and get started with my famous, not so famous question. I'll give you an easy one. Okay. Okay. You go to the ballpark and what is your drink or food of choice? Oh man. I'm, I'm, I'm keeping it pretty simple though. I'm going, usually I'm getting some kind of the tallest light beer you got. I'm going <laughs> to drink a lot during the, uh, during the game. So I want to <laughs> taste myself with something light. 
All right. And then I'm getting an Italian sausage with the peppers and onions. Nice. Okay. That's you are, you went detail. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Somebody usually that tell me it's like, oh, a burger or a hot dog. No, you're like, no, Italian sausage. And he's to have peppers yeah, and onions. Pretty much. Oh, that's pretty much what I, what I get anywhere now. Depends on the stadium I'm at. If I'm at Yankee Stadium, I'm probably getting one beer and one dog and it's like 40 bucks. Yeah. And then you're and done for the rest of the game. Yeah. And then I got to just like hold back. But if I go to the, I got my wife's from Kansas city. So we'll go to the, uh, the Royals, the, uh, the Royals games. Yeah. Um, she's a Cardinals fan, but we go to the Royals games cause they're so close. That is awesome. Okay. One time I went and they had dollar dogs, $2 beers. Yeah. It was like a minor league situation and watching major league baseball is perfect. I love it. Yeah. It's, you know, when I was in Cleveland, me and my wife, we used to go to dollar dog night. It's yes. a beautiful thing. Yeah. All right. Um, okay. Uh, what is the, <clears throat> excuse me, best Wi-Fi name that you've ever seen? Ooh, best Wi-Fi name that I've ever seen. Man, that's a good question. I mean, I don't even know if I've even seen a really good one. <laughs> I've seen my old, now my, I'm not even going to get into this one. My, my old neighbor had like, he used to change his, now he's like real political. So I'm uh, like, got it. Okay. But he would change it based on whatever's going on you know, <laughs> in the world. And so I go to log on and I'd see his, I'd be like, Oh my goodness, this guy's, we crazy. need to chill out, dude. So I, yeah. I'm not going to get into what his were, but uh, <laughs> got they it. got me laughing though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, cake or pie cake. Yeah. Okay. And I'm not a big pie guy. No. Oh. Yeah. Pies is delicious, but cake is good too, dog. I'll I'll uh, I'll take that. Um, cook a meal or clean up after? Oh, cook a meal. I hate doing dishes. <laughs> hate it. My wife. Hey, look, we even had an argument tonight because I was I brought out the paper plates, and my wife's like, "Are you kidding me?" She's like, "You know, this is not good for the environment." I said, "Well." It's my night to do the dishes. So, so these are the dishes that we're using. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because it's all, it, it, we have paper plates here, but my wife is also very environmentally, you know, yeah. so she, you know, so I get it. We even have, um, uh, oh God, bamboo toilet paper now. So trust me on this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Comedy or drama? Oh, comedy. Yeah. yeah you got to yeah, go with the comedy. Especially these days. I got kids. I got everything's so heavy these days how many times have you seen Encanto oh my goodness (laughs) maybe maybe 20 times it's not even a joke oh yeah I take my daughter to daycare and it has to be either Frozen or Encanto soundtrack so I I, we go you know in between those two I was about to say if I'm not watching it I'm listening to it anytime I'm in the car you know I got uh, the Bruno song on black Oh God, this is so true. Um, okay, early bird or night owl? Early bird. I wake up at four thirty every morning, uh, go to the gym, and then get some work done before my nine to five job starts. Yep, I know and how then, that feels. I'm up at five thirty and got to work out, go running or something, and then off I go. Wait, once I think once you have kids, it's like the only free time. That's your free your time, day. right? That's yeah, my free time. That's my. That's for me. Leave me alone. This is my time. Yeah. And then at night I'm, I'm, I'm at bedtime right now. Yep. So. I'm with you. It's like, you know, you're getting close to that time. You're like, honey, I, I love you, but I got to go to bed. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, Pepsi or Coke? 
A Coke. Coke. Yeah. Not sure why. Just grew up drinking Coke. I was just going to say, I don't, you, I don't know, really you know where you're at, right? You know where you're I know, I know. North Carolina. My my old college roommate is uh, last name Bradham. Uh, it re- related to the people that created Pepsi. So in college, he used to have a ton of Pepsi. I wouldn't touch it. I would have my Pepsi. <laughs> okay. That, hey, listen, you stuck to your guns, and, and yeah, I can respect yeah. that. I like that. Okay. Um, let's see. Mm, I got to get a good one here. Uh, pineapple on pizza. Yes or no? Can't do that. No, nah. don't, <laughs> don't do that. I mean, it's not that bad. But I'm, my last name is Pascucci. I'm Italian. I'm a, uh, I, yeah. I just need that. I'm going basic pizzas, guys. I'm okay. going so, pepperoni. I got you. Plain, you know. So you got, you've been into that fight between deep dish and New York style, huh? I'm New on York New style York for you. Style. Yeah. Let me shout out Oakwood pizza box in uh right here off person street best new york slice really i call it a jersey slice because it's got that crisp bottom oh uh, yes yes best in raleigh for sure oakwood you said oakwood pizza box yeah okay i gotta check i gotta check them out i'm i'm a huge fan of pizza love yes, gotta pizza go there. gotta go there all right cool cool uh let's see here um book that you're currently reading oh Hmm. I'm not reading a book currently. <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> you don't, you don't have any time for a book right now. I don't have I don't have time for a book. I I would say like uh what's the last book I even read? Pass on that. Pass. Hatchet. <laughs> <laughs> um okay, worst job you've ever had. Mm. I used to work at a tennis center uh in college i don't play tennis i don't really like tennis that much but you work there and i sat there but it, i i used to work at the ymca and the per, my boss moved to the tennis center and gave me a two dollar raise to go over there and all people wanted to talk about was tennis and uh <laughs> you're I like i'm over laptop this. and worked on stuff so. <laughs> i gotta go I'll see you guys later yeah <laughs> uh all right a couple more and then uh we get out of here um, what is your spirit animal? My spirit animal, I just got to go with the gorilla. You know what? I full, love, I, full blown. I go to the zoo and I'll just sit there. And actually one time during spring break during college, this is when I first started really loving gorillas. I had a pass to Bush Gardens. We, we bought a pass to Bush Gardens. It was $5 more to have like the full season. So every day we would go in the morning, get our coffee and go in and you could watch the animals wake up. So I watched the gorillas wake up. No kidding. Yeah, it was awesome. We would have our little breakfast and the gorillas. I had never seen this. You know, the the little baby gorillas would wake up and they would grab either newspapers or whatever was around or palms. And they'd go to the 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 adults that were sleeping and they would they would beat them until they woke up. (laughs) I thought, hmm, that seems just like a lot like what I would do when I was yeah. I mean, I'm it's not too so, far it's off something like your kids do now to you. <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> My daughter's like, Daddy, I'm ready to get up. I'm like, Ugh, it's too early. Go back to bed. Yes. Uh, last movie you watched? Non-Disney. 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 Okay, last movie I watched was... Um, I watched Dune. 
Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't actually like that's not my genre really. Yeah. My wife was like, you should watch it. It's pretty good. And I loved it. It had like a little bit of that Mad Max vibe going on. It did. Sci-fi version of it. That was a good movie. I enjoyed that one a lot. All right. Two more here. Strangest thing you've ever eaten. Strangest thing I've ever eaten. Uh, Oh, man. It's like a long, long time ago at a church camp. I ate a cricket. I guess that would be. Seattle Seattle used to sell them. I don't know if they still sell them, but they sell them, you know, like chocolate covered crickets and stuff like that. Yeah, people eat them now. Yeah. At the time, I was thinking it was real weird. Yeah. I was like, I'm still thinking it's weird, but I'll try it once. I'm I'm a picky eater, so I don't really venture out. So. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Last one here. Uh, Favorite ice cream flavor. Oh, man. I'm pretty much a mint guy. Okay. Everywhere I go, I'm a, but green mint. Not yeah. that it's any different, but it just has like it has to be I green. Yeah, when I see it, it just tastes mintier when it looks green. <laughs> love it, love it. Uh, thank you for doing this. Uh, where can people find you and um, like the the movement and all of that? Where can people find that? Yeah, just go to mlbraleigh.com, MLB, MLB Raleigh on Twitter, on Instagram, or on Facebook. Uh, you can check out 919 Collective. We're on all those places too, 919collective.com. Um, you know, biggest thing for people is really, we're not asking anything other than spread the word, you know? Uh, if you heard this, if, if you connected with it at all, um, you know, tweet about it, talk about it. If we're not, we are not going to bring baseball to Raleigh. Yeah. MLB Raleigh, the, move, the, 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 the group of guys doing it, we're not going to bring it. It's up to the community. Uh, yep. That's how it was set up. Um, so it's time to put the work in community. I oh, love it. All right. Thank you so much for doing this again. Uh, I'll put all this information on the on the show notes. I'll make sure to uh, tweet out the website and all that. So that way people can uh, also, uh, you know, start the conversation about, uh, you know, um, MLB here in, uh, in the state of North Carolina. Awesome. I really appreciate it. Uh, it was a good time. Thanks, buddy. Take care. Right. We'll see you. I hope you guys enjoyed that episode. That was a lot of fun to put together. Special thanks goes out to Lou of MLB Rally as well as Britton Peck, one of the designers of that MLB Rally event that they put together. Um, it, it really was a lot of fun, a lot of good information that was put together by these guys. And I really want to thank him again for coming on. Now, guys, before I go, you guys already know what I am going to ask. If you guys like what I'm putting together, please make sure to hit that subscribe button as well as give it five stars. Five stars mean I go up on rankings. Okay. Until then, keep on grinding and always support the minor leagues. See ya. This podcast is part of the Curved Brim Media Network. Here are some of the other members of Curved Brim Media. Hi, this is Ed Rivera of the Data Chronicles. Join me as I interview people just like you and players, coaches, GMs on the path that led you to become a fan of the sport. 
I'm Paul Caputo, and on the Baseball by Design podcast, I talk to minor league baseball teams, designers, and other super interesting people about what these minor league baseball logos mean, and I talk a little bit about ice cream helmets. What's up, Bucketheads? I'm Anna DiTomaso, and each week on the Baseball Bucket List podcast, I speak with a different fan about their favorite baseball memories, what the game means to them, and what's left to check off on their baseball bucket list. Hey guys, this is Patrick Larson from the Minor League Baseball Hat History Series. And in every episode, I go through the history of minor league teams through my personal collection of hats. You can find me on Twitter at at PatLarson1. I hope you guys enjoy. This is Patrick. And Corey. Of BaseballMapper.com. And we have made an interactive map to help highlight all baseball teams from the majors down to collegiate summer leagues. We want to bring you closer to baseball. So get on the site and find a team near you today. Learn more about Curve Brim Media at curvebrimmedia.com. 